0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the first episode of On The Couch, brought to you by APT, Active Potential Therapy. Um, Today we have uh, the founder, the owner, the boss, the El Capitan. The big cheese. Call it it what you want. Um, Sam Bramley. um, And I would like to ask Sam a few questions of how Active Potential Therapy started uh, so we can find out a little bit more about Sam and how we know this wonderful clinic to have transpired into what it is. Mm. So, Sam. Hello. Have you always been doing this sort of work, or? Uh,
1: no, no, I haven't actually. So, um, back in the day, I was actually a sales rep for a printing company, um, and I did sales and marketing for about five years uh, before I gave birth to my first beautiful child. <laughs> Um, and once I'd given birth, I realised that uh, children are quite hard work, actually, and me being in London three days a week wasn't going to work. So I decided to have a bit of a rethink. And I had done an aromatherapy course back in, um, oh, my life, a long time ago. Um, so I reinstated that and started treating people in my bedroom.
0: <laughs> so, what, so why did you go from what you're doing into aromatherapy why did you think oh do you know what i'm going to give that a go or was it literally let's go and learn something new
1: so i i'd always known i didn't want to work in an office so <laughs> i'm not very good i'm not very good at um being told what to do
0: <laughs> so, so now basically you, so so shall we shall we get to the end of the podcast yeah. you did this so, so I can you could tell people what to do okay. yeah, well, that's lovely. So you all next.
1: Time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was. I well, I never. Oh, I just never wanted to be in an office, really. So I um, tried to work in an office, and just didn't get on with it at all. Sitting down. I'm quite an outdoorsy person, and I don't like. Yeah. So I've just decided that, that was something I've always wanted to do. I actually wanted to be a homeopath back in the day. Um, but you had to be 21. For, for people that don't know what. Oh, a okay. So a homeopath. Is. <laughs> Well, it what used to be quite fashionable, I don't know whether it's, it's quite, quite controversial now. But the idea behind homeopathy is that um, a very small amount cures of, of something. So if you had, uh, I don't know, what's the word, what could you, um, if you had, well, let me think of an example, an allergy to, I don't know, so if you had hay fever, for example, that actually take, ingesting a small amount of pollen would help your body to create a, um,
0: a resistance to it. You say it's controversial, but that's basically what the flu jab is, though, isn't it?
1: It's, oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. But it, Well, it's, it works on that sort In of principle, I suppose. Yeah, but it's on a really microscopic level, and so some people... Believe that it works, and some people don't. So I actually refer to my the amount of milk I want in my tea as a homeopathic amount of milk. So like literally wave the milk above the tea.
0: So the aromatherapy.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Back to the, back to the point. <laughs> um, I uh, decided that actually, thank you. Um, it was it was much better to start with something that I could actually do because the homeop- homeopathy I couldn't do until I was twenty one. So I started training as an aromatherapist. And yeah, just I oh, was just a bit of a big hippie back in the day probably and um wore flowery skirts. <laughs> and so that was just something that I just came back to then after the kids um and decided that it needed to or, you know, I needed a job that I could earn money in and in around the kids and Really, that is what this whole thing has been about, I guess, is creating an environment where I can look after kids, all my children and um and still earn some money.
0: So you didn't go from aromatherapy to a sports therapy overnight and have no. a clinic like like have no, got today. No, not at all. Today. God no. So what, yes. what so how what was the process involved for that?
1: Um <laughs> there are a few probably triggers, I suppose. So uh, a few life events which Probably I won't bore everyone with, but a couple of life events that meant that um, I found myself needing to be the main breadwinner, mm-hmm. um, and overnight we needed to make a decision as a family, and that's what was the trigger from going from a, a single clinic, a single clinician in my back bedroom, to wow, well, let's it, sort of, let's try and make a, a clinic work, I guess.
0: So I think a lot of people that are self-employed. That may be listening today in uh the beautician sense the hairdresser yeah, yeah, sense yeah. when you're doing it at home um f- completely solely for yourself the um profits are all to you mm. sort of thing when you go into a salon when you go into a clinical environment there's obviously added cost. so what why did you go from working in your bedroom where you are kind of taking all Mm. the spoils (laughs) to to working in in a clinic which you've got then a premises, you've got the rents, Uh, insurance, you've got Mm. a lot more stock because you've got now employees, you've got computer systems which you have to pay for and things like that. Why have you gone from working on your own in your back bedroom? To to this <laughs>
1: because I think and that's that's probably the the, the cusp of this whole thing is um, that I wanted to create something that wasn't entirely dependent on me. so um, really I needed some a job a, a job that wasn't dependent on just me doing it all the time. So time is what I've gained as opposed to money or um, and, and I guess also, sounds a little bit airy fairy but is there such like legacy maybe that um that there's something that exists outside of me
0: that kind of goes on to what i wanted to talk to you about so i wind you up about this quite often
1: (laughs) there's a long long small
0: small business award young was it female, female sorry
1: southwest female entrepreneur of the year
0: okay so do you want to tell some of the people your accolades <laughs> from this clinic so obviously we we understand that you've gone from your rep sort of thing your office work yeah. into your aromatherapy then into kind of your back bedroom
1: yeah
0: um, treatments and things like that into now a clinic would you say you are i think we're all results driven whether it's mm. financial whether it's social stature in a sense of I've got a clinic, I've got this many employees. Uh is that what drives you or is it the sort of the I think
1: think the first first of all it starts to drive you. So money is obviously a driver for most people because you've got, got to pay the bills. And then over and above that, I think you have to identify what is your individual driver. For me, probably recognition is, I have to admit, quite high up there. So Um, I think we all like
0: being told we're we're lovely don't we exactly
1: and that we're good at something Um, so I do like recognition Um, I have a a, a sizable ego as we all know and uh, it likes to be fluffed (laughs) (laughs) Um, but over and above that I actually I know we, we bang on about this sometimes about improving lives but I think in our job we are privileged to be able to affect people on a daily basis and make their lives better and that's quite unique i think in a job where you can go into work and somebody's life is better at the end of the day because of something you've done and that i think in itself is and so to create a thing that could affect more people and that's my biggest driver now is to um constantly make what we do bigger and better and improve more and more people's lives and that sounds really cliche and (laughs) near But it, it sort of it makes you have a warm fuzzy feeling inside, don't you think? Don't yeah, you have no, that? At the no, end exactly. Of the day?
0: It's I think especially when you can make such an impact on on a client, on a patient, or just someone that you see in the streets that may drop a shopping bag and you pick it up yeah, because yeah. you can see that they it's may human be struggling. Something sort of mm. I think. Yeah, we we yes. It, so exactly. that is
1: my. I think that's probably one of my main drivers now. In all honesty, that. It is about um and that sounds
0: a bit So going off your drivers then, yeah. your recognition and making feel people feel better. Yeah. What can people expect from I'm not gonna say you because I think you, you're quite modest in the sense of you, you No, you <laughs> Have are we met? No you, you, you are. Because you always talk about active potential therapy. You never say it's you. You never say it's no. you, you say it's we. Yeah. Which in itself you you are the person that's built this up to where it is. People Aww. come and go. People do come and go, and yeah. um, I hear about people that have been here and they've moved on to bigger mm. and better things, or things that are more. Yeah,
1: yeah. I take quite a lot. Of, I there. take a lot of pleasure actually in helping therapists become, you know, big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. It, and um, I, I do like that. So um, what can we
0: expect from you then? This, uh, this, this I, year, and I say or, you, the clinic sort so of thing. So this wow. year,
1: twenty twenty. So. Well, we did a year of giving back last year, didn't we, 2019, and that was huge. Um, I think we all felt better at the end of it for for helping loads of um, different people. So I think we'll do more of the same of that Um, and just keep driving forwards, really. Uh, Personally... I don't know. I don't really I don't really do like New Year's resolutions y type things but
0: um I'm a believer if you gotta do New Year's resolution why wait until the new year absolutely. to do something. You should yeah. just crack on and just get started. Just with start that, it with and see anyway. how you get on.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And so nothing um that I particularly I'm pushing forwards, it'd be great to see. We've obviously just started at the gym, so yeah. you know, moving that Atlas. forwards at the gym. 24/7. In based in Chippenham. Uh so that's be great to see that grow because I think that's a huge growth area for us. And the other side of things would uh probably be sort of you know seeing wellness in businesses um, improve. We work in some businesses already, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, so that would be great to see that improve, um or to grow rather. But over and above that, yeah, just can't continue. continue making Taking people's over. lives better. Yes, improving lives on a on a measurable scale, <laughs> um, and making lots of podcasts. This is so exciting. It is a little
0: bit exciting. I'm actually, I'm a little bit nervous. Actually. I, if you could see her right now, she's got her hands clenched. <laughs> so now we know about a bit about Sam, the business, the it's business all about person. Me. <laughs> um, what about Sam, the person? Oh, so you've got a... I don't want to call it a hobby.
1: Well, it's a profession, I think, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> don't get paid.
0: Um, Is that the definition ooh, of profession? That's what I'm trying to... I don't want to call it a hobby because it's a bit more than a hobby. But you've got, away from work, an interesting... Hobby slash profession. Um can so, you elaborate yeah
1: so that? i think that what you're alluding to tom there is my uh near obsession with uh, strength training so i it's
0: not just strength training <laughs> though is it, it it's powerlifting. Okay. so i
1: am a, a, a british masters powerlifter, and i masters being old lady category um but yes yeah, so i i very am passionate about strength for women and i think it's
0: not just metaphorically, as in... Yeah, <laughs> I know, absolutely, all
1: round, and mental and physical. But, yeah, I think women really shy away from weights because they think they're going to get bulky and bulk up and turn into the Incredible Hulk. And uh, it's just a complete fallacy. It, I wish, in some ways, that that were the case because I'm trying to put some muscle on currently and it's not
0: very easy. Um, but you so haven't always been a powerlifter, have you? No,
1: no, so I did running for quite a long time, but I was always injured as a runner. As
0: So going back to the professional, Sam... Yep. Yeah. Is that one, is that potentially, was that one reason why you got into the therapy over the room, the sports therapy over the aromatherapy site?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it was, oh, if I'm actually quite honest about it, um, aromatherapy is often seen as a luxury, whereas sports massage is more of a necessity. And so people in pain would, and we'll so... pay for it, effectively. Yeah, we'll... Exactly. And it's a bit, it's, it is a little bit... Uh, like I say it's a bit ruthless but actually putting bums on seats in the first instance was the main thing and so yeah that's why I chose sports massage really it was more of a day to day stuff um, okay. so yeah but the, the strength side of so girls just go to the gym and get into the free weight section um,
0: not just girls
1: oh yeah no I'm everyone. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, every, everyone should, <laughs> I every, think... everyone can benefit oh, from it oh yeah um, I agree you, you've, you've summed it up you've hit the nail on the head by saying people that lift weights are going to get big and bulky or that or that's that's the 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 image
1: yeah
0: um completely disagree in a sense i'm i'm with you that's not the case um it's quite
1: hard to put well Um, particularly for for girls um, and women
0: i think if you look at kind of bikini models they're not big and bulky yes they're 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 very toned and defined Mm. but they're not big and bulky how do they get into that shape by going to the gym yeah by eating well and things like that so I understand where the misconception can be. Absolutely. If you go in as a woman and you're lifting it's your scary, body weight and over and over and over mm. and over again, I can get that. And the gym the gym environment, dare I say, is a is a male dominant. Yeah.
1: Especially the free weight section tends to be a little bit male dominated. But I think that is changing and powerlifting, you've got some really big names, female names coming into the powerlifting world and i think it's becoming much more mainstream so it is becoming more um accessible i suppose and that's i, I just think also as we um what's the polite way of saying this as we grow old gracefully <laughs> or disgracefully uh and reach uh, the time of our lives as muscle tends to uh, depreciate um that it's actually better it's a use it or lose it type thing isn't it so you have to really i think
0: I I sent. I sent another podcast coming on regarding powerlifting.
1: Yeah. Um, Powerlifting through the menopause.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Um, So now we know a bit more about you professionally and personally. Um, Is there any final thoughts that you may want to Um, to leave here?
1: I think if I could do it all again, I will probably wouldn't change that much. I think it's interesting to sit here five years after starting the clinic. And know that um, I've learned a shed load of stuff (laughs) and it's not all been positive. But isn't it funny how sometimes the hardest things we go through are. You have to go through rubbish, don't you? You do, unfortunately. And. I've been lucky, really, and we're... Well, you haven't I, been through much rubbish? No, not, not, not relatively. You know, so many people... I've got a business that's lasted five years. It hasn't gone under. That's incredible. In the first, Most businesses fail in the first two years, so the fact that we're still here is a bloody miracle. And we're, knocking, it, and, and,
0: and we're knocking this sort of yeah. <laughs> stuff out. Like, yeah. Would you believe it? Would
1: you, Adam and Eve? It, um, so, yeah, that's probably it, but I'm just really grateful for uh, the gratitude's a big thing isn't it I think we all should probably try we did do you ever do that thing where you write down something you're grateful for at the end of the day at do the end of the that, day yeah like if I had enough t- if
0: I felt like I had <laughs> enough time to write something at the end of the day I would be, probably be using my time a little bit more
1: oh I, maybe we should try that but anyway I, yeah gratitude is probably the thing so um yeah it's all good
0: so I think what I do want to say about the podcast in general I I think we've agreed this as kind of mentioned this anyway we're not going to be looking at doing it weekly. If we have enough content to knock out weekly, we yeah. want to make it quite beneficial and quite interesting to the public. Now, yeah. I, I'm i in the mindset I don't want to be just putting things out there no, for the sake I've of putting things no. out there. Um, so if there is anything that anyone wants to know about, a topic or a discussion that they may mm. want to hear, please give us a shout. Um you can do that through our email, Facebook, Instagram.
1: Yeah, follow phone, us on all the things. All of them.
0: All, all them. of them. TikTok, the lot.
1: <laughs> We're so done with the kids.
0: Uh, it's frightening sometimes. It's, it's literally. Um, so that is it from Sam and myself. And Tom. Tom. Hello. <laughs> um, and goodbye.